and welcome back to the Popson Island podcast. Here we discuss a range of alcohol and gambling licensing topics that help someone with a limited grasp of licensing, such as myself, gain a little insight into what it's all about. Today I'm joined by one of our specialist licensing solicitors who resides in our Nottingham office, Surridge Desaw. Surridge deals with licensing matters for a range of our clients and he's here today to discuss temporary event notices, what they are, if they have any limitations and he'll also round up with giving some tips and advice about them. Hi Surridge. Hi Dom, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm I'm well. Getting into the Christmas spirit here. It's getting very festive I at Popleston Allen. I know, I've already got the Christmas songs on in the car. I know, we're getting the decorations up soon, I, I think, know. in the office. I think I'm getting a bit carried away though. Hey, it's Christmas, you're allowed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Too much drinking. That'll come at the party, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. So, starting off, Serge, for those who don't know, um, what is a temporary events notice? So, temporary event notice, uh, known as TENS, are essentially temporary permissions for licensable activities. Uh, They were introduced to make provision for small-scale one-off events where you'd normally have required a premises license to undertake any licensable activity, those being sale of alcohol, regulated entertainment, such as live music, uh, recorded music, or late-night refreshment, such as hot food and drink provided between 11pm and 5am. So, for example, a 10 could be used to license a marquee, in a garden of a pub or a local hall, which is not covered under a premises license. And commonly, they're used in situations where premises licenses don't quite cover the needs of a particular function on a particular night. So, for example, where you wish to trade later hours than what you've got on your premises license. So, for a particular event such as a you know, birthday party or for the festive period, for example, like now. Very topical. Exactly. Or bank holiday weekends um, or where you're showing high profile sort of sporting events such as, you know, the boxing or something like that. Yeah. So we submit tens throughout the year on behalf of our clients. And and given the impact of the pandemic on hospitality, operators will no doubt be looking at ways to maximize business and attract customers. And with events and later trading, particularly over Christmas, New Year, the festive period, tens are a helpful tool to achieve that. Yeah, so um, tens sound like very, very useful for operators and they actually sound like they could be too good to be true, to be honest. Um, are they governed by any strict procedures or limitations? So. You're quite right, Don. There are strict procedures and limitations. Uh, given tens are intended as temporary permissions, their use is governed by, by certain limits. So in terms of the procedure... It requires you to complete an application, submit this to the licensing authority, includes an individual applying. You have to provide details as to the location, the description of the event, the sort of permissions you're you're looking for for the event. And then there's a, a council fee of £21 for, the, for each temporary event notice as well. And we'd usually advise issuing TENS electronically via the government's website, so gov.uk, or licensing authorities have their own um, online facility as well. Because where, where a tent isn't issued electronically, the council's licensing team have to be provided the temporary event notice. It also needs to be sent to the police and the environmental health officer at the same time. And on receipt, they have a period of three working days to object and give notice of the objection. There are other strict rules on giving notice for a tent. 
So what's called a standard 10 must be received by the licensing authority at least 10 working days before the event. And 10 working days in excludes the day the notice is received and the first day of the event. If there's less than 10 working days before the event, you can apply for what's called a late 10, but this must be received by the authorities no less than five working days before the event. But essentially, if the notice is properly issued and no counter notice is issued, then you don't require any further permission and the authorization is granted by the licensing authority. They simply send you an acknowledgement notice, uh, sign it and give it back to you and you can go ahead with your, your temporary event in line with the permissions you've sought. So you mentioned about the police having, was it three days, did you say, to object? That's right, for a standard 10, yeah. yeah. So what actually happens like if, if they do object? So it's not only the police, it could be the environmental health as well. So right. so they both have um, three working days to to object to the to the temporary event notice. And, and if they do object, you're entitled to a hearing before the licensing committee, which must be held before the event, unless some sort of agreement can be reached with those that have objected, so with the police or, or the environmental health officer. Now, where there's an objection from police or environmental health, agreement could be reached on modifying the the 10, such as changing intended hours or the duration. And also the licensing authority can impose conditions from the existing premises license, if there is one in place for the venue, which will then have effect on the 10 itself. The key point though is, unlike standard 10s, where you've issued a late 10, if anyone objects, the 10 is automatically rejected and there is no right to, to a hearing. So essentially, if you're relying on that for your event, you may not be able to continue with your event as planned. Yeah, so so it's crucial to plan ahead then in plenty of time. Exactly, spot on. So that's the procedure, as you mentioned. Um, you also mentioned about um, strict limitations earlier on. Um, could you give us some more detail around what those strict limitations are? So if you're a personal license holder, you can submit 50 tens within a calendar year, 10 of which can be late tens. And if you're not a personal license holder, it's greatly reduced. It's five, two of which five standard tens, two of which can be late tens. And uh, you can have up to 15 tens per calendar year for a particular premises. And they can't last more than a duration of 168 hours, which is seven days for each temporary event notice. And in total, you can't have more than 21 days temporary event notices within one calendar year for a premises. And even if an event starts, say, for example, on one day and finishes the next morning, say you're going on a Friday night from 11 p.m., until Saturday morning 1am that will be considered two days within your 21 day limit for the year so it's worth noting that now in terms of maximum number of people attending an event where a 10 is used the maximum number is 499 so if you're having more than 499 you'll need to apply for a formal premises license and I mean examples of where that's used is your sort of your typical music festival and any of those sort of situations would normally apply for a full premises license for, for those types of events as opposed to a as opposed to attend because there's likely to be more people attending those sorts of events uh, one I suppose a couple of final points in terms of limitations there needs to be at least 24 hours between each event so if you're putting in a temporary event notice you need to make sure there's 24 hours between one temporary event notice and another one being issued for a particular premises and that applies to the individual who's applied or a connected person. Also, in terms of the individual who applies, they must be over 18. What I would say, though, is given the impact of the pandemic and to assist hospitality businesses, the government have increased these limits temporarily for the next two years. 
to increase the allowance for 10s from 15 to 20 within the calendar year and increase the maximum number of days that 10s are allowed for a particular premises from 21 to 26 days within the calendar year. And that's for next year, 2022, and the following year, 2023. Thank you, Suraj. Um, but I've just got one last question for you. Are there any tips or words of advice um, or anything like that that you would offer to operators that are looking to use TENS? Yeah, firstly, just check whether you need a TEN. Check the exist If you've got an existing premises license, just check if you've got any permissions on your license that would allow you to operate for the particular event. Sometimes on premises licenses, you have what are called non-standard timings um, for certain for certain days. So Sundays preceding a bank holiday Monday, you might have extended hours on your license. Um, and if you're looking to have an event for those for those particular days, you might already have permission on your license for extended hours. So just make sure you check um, whether you actually need a 10. Now, in terms of other tips, plan ahead. Apply in plenty of time so that you don't sort of fall foul of the, the timescales in terms of a, a standard 10 and a late 10. Which we've, which we've mentioned earlier on. If you're doing anything unusual outside of your standard style of operation, consider speaking with the police licensing team um, on your proposal beforehand to make sure they're, they're on side and they're happy with what you're looking to do. Also, be clear on what you're applying for. The permission you're seeking and the hours tends aren't always as simple as they appear. And if you get it wrong, it could mean that your event's cancelled. So, for example, where you've got a premises license that currently permits you to trade until, say, midnight on a Friday, and you wish to serve alcohol and have license activities for a bit longer into the following morning, make sure that your TENS application refers to the right date. So, if you're going from Friday night into Saturday morning, and you've already got permission for that whole Friday night, your TEN would want to go from Saturday morning early in the morning to say, let's say you're going till one o'clock in the morning. So it'd be from the start of the morning to 1am on Saturday rather than on the Friday. So just make, you, make sure you're clear about that. Also make sure you know who's applying for the 10 because it'll be in the name of an individual. If for whatever reason, the holder of that 10 is no longer employed at the premises and they're unlikely to agree to remain legally responsible for the event, you might need to reissue the 10 and that could obviously affect your timelines as well. It's therefore best to ensure that the individual who's named on the 10 is still going to be employed at the premises at the event if it does go ahead. Thank you for that update, Serge. It's very timely as we're heading into the Christmas period and I'm sure a lot of operators will be looking to apply for 10s. And it's also great news about those extensions for the next two years as well. TENS can be tricky though, so if you want more information, you can head to our website, popple.co.uk. We've got a range of guides and also we write about TENS a lot due to us being a licensing firm. You can also contact Surridge directly through the website if you have any more questions. I'm sure you can bug him on that. Happy to answer those. <laughs> Until next time, thank you for listening.